Hello, this is Yolanda Murphy, and welcome to this Exceptional Journey podcast, where you will find inspiration to live courageously through adversity, empowerment to live freely despite your past, and ignition to live boldly in your purpose, all by walking the survivor side of life. Good people. What is up? You already know who it is. It is your girl, Yolanda Murphy, back with another episode of this Exceptional Journey podcast. It's been a marathon of a week. If you've been listening, been watching, been reading on any of the platforms, you know it's Young Adult Cancer Awareness Week, where we've been highlighting different stories um, of young adult cancer survivors in their own voices, in their own stories. It's been amazing. I have another friend of mine on today, Miss Katie. Before we get to her shining face, uh, let's uh, talk all things social. Please do connect with me wherever you find yourself on social media. I'm everywhere you wanna be, (laughs) American Express. (laughs) Uh, But you can find me on Facebook and on uh, Instagram at This Exceptional Journey. And then at Twitter, um, on Twitter, at TEJ Podcast. Uh, please do also use that hashtag, hashtag, I can't talk today, TEJ Podcast. Um, I would love to keep these conversations going. Um, you know, everyone that's been on the podcast up until this point, um, their, their stories have been amazing. Katie's going to be no different, um, but I, I want you to find their stories helpful, beneficial, and resourceful. Um, and I would love to keep this conversation going with you. So hit me up there. Cool? Now that that's all out of the way. Miss Katie, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting to get this one on the podcast. Okay? <laughs> First of all, you'll see why, because she's just as animated as I am. So it's going to be a load of fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, again, she is a, a part of Young Adult Survivors United. I really cannot talk today. Um, and of course, that is the organization that I'm highlighting this week. Um, which the week will end with our fearless leader, Stephanie Scaletti, but we'll get to her in another day. But, um, you know, so far, everyone has been a part of this amazing group. It's a family. Um, We're there for one another. And literally everything that I've done thus far with this exceptional journey has been with our group in mind, although it includes other people, of course. But um, I knew that because I knew these people going to support group uh, and I heard their stories, I knew people needed to hear them and not just me. Uh, so that's the whole premise behind this exceptional journey, but I won't keep talking. I won't let, let the, the hour go long. Katie, you wrote an amazing piece. I already know it. I already know it. Um, <laughs> I will going, hair flip without the hair. Little hair flip girl, little hair flip. <laughs> um, but I'm going to have you read your piece. Um, like I said, I want people to hear it in your own words and your own, um, inflections, reflections, and, uh, we'll discuss it afterwards. Cool. Oh, awesome. All right, dive right in. Hey, everyone. I'm Katie. Uh, a lot of my friends know me as Dutters. Um, I actually, on the morning of Christmas Eve in 2019, I got the wonderful phone call that I had cancer. Uh, definitely not the ideal Christmas present. <laughs> I could have asked for a lot better, maybe a pony or something. <laughs> but uh, so, like, the news came for me four days after I was laid off from my full time job. So December 2019, game changer for me, (laughs) life changer. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm sure you can understand when you say life changing, sometimes people don't understand that phrase until this stuff happens. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, holy cow. Yeah, this is life changing. Mm -hmm. And so the next couple months were filled with tests um, that would eventually diagnose me as stage 2B breast cancer. Uh, They determined a treatment plan. I did 12 rounds of chemo. I did a bilateral mastectomy with reconstruction on my left side. I also did 28 rounds of radiation. I do still have uh, some major reconstruction on this right side. It's called a latissimus flap surgery. And then I'll have an implant put in later. So I still have a couple more surgeries to go reconstruction wise. Um, But that, and then I'm on hormone suppression medication for the next at least five years, Mm -hmm. which is just a blast. If you've (laughs) never had to deal with hormone suppression medication, you suddenly become a little old lady. Literally. Like, oh, okay. I just aged. I feel like a golden girl. Now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we we could do the, we can do the hot flashes together. Yes. And... Literally, like literally, we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> we can heat a home. It's so nice. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's so like after all of this stuff, you know, it's a huge mouthful. And uh, lucky for me, um, I was able to do the fertility treatments beforehand and freeze seven eggies. That's what their nicknames are. They are eggies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a couple of my girlfriends from uh, one of my part-time jobs called them eggies. And now I can't stop calling my them. My nephews that. calls them eggies. When they want them for breakfast, they call them eggies. Oh, how cute. I love yeah. it. <laughs> they, were little, they were little chicky nuggies at one point too. So. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to end up with kids named chicky nuggies and... Oh, those are nice names. Beautiful. But it was nice for me because I'm very outgoing like you are and active on social media. And I I started sharing my journey. I didn't, at the very beginning, I I think a lot of the the process is when you get diagnosed with cancer, there's like a million decisions you have to make. Mm -hmm. And that's not counting treatment stuff. That's counting like, who do I tell? How do I tell them? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, who do you tell in person? Who do you tell on the phone? Because like you hit a burnout at some point where mm-hmm. you just can't tell people in person. And then you go on social media and go, listen, hey, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. Because if I have to look at one more friend go, oh, absolutely. Gonna kill me. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it was, it was, it, so I tried, when I talked about my journey, I tried to not sugarcoat things, but going into it at the beginning of 2020, it was also the pandemic. So I didn't go, when I started like putting things out regularly, I, I didn't go as hard as I could have, if that makes sense. It was, it was trying to be like, this is what's happening, but I know everybody else is going through bad things. Sorry. So you, you, you had this, it's this weird feeling, especially like I said, going through cancer during a pandemic and zero out of 10, do not recommend, do not do that. Listen, I think, I think that's the best advice I give people. Don't go get cancer during a pandemic. Don't Just please don't give it. I feel like an overachiever. Like when I say that, I just, <laughs> did you know? Oh, you just right. did it during this. I did um, during a pandemic. <laughs> yes, superpower for sure. And, and and the thing I think people don't say about cancer is cancer is annoying. Like cancer is downright annoying. Like it's stressful, it's painful, it's exhausting, and it's a total waste of time. <laughs> mm. No one ever says, I feel like no one ever says that because it is like you have a, this list of things you could be doing out in the world or doing, mm-hmm. you know, in your life. And then you're here dealing with cancer treatments. It's mm-hmm. a total waste of time. Mm-hmm. But like one of the cool things that happened for me was like, I learned a lot about myself and like the folks around me, which is, I think, a really cool thing. And something that like, I, I like to highlight when I talk about my cancer journey. 
And one thing, now this is another big thing, is like everything you see on TV or in movies about cancer treatment is pretty much total BS. Total. I will let you in on <laughs> inside secrets. We'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Absolute BS. Yeah. Because you go like, oh, so-and-so goes to the hospital. They have one test. Oh, you have cancer. It's stage blah, blah, blah. And here's how we're going to treat it. And then next week it's like cancer treatment. Ta-da. Right, right. Or the complete opposite. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, darn. No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> no, there's this whole giant process and nobody, unless you go through it or you know somebody goes through it, you have no idea. It's this whole giant process. Mm-hmm. There's, you get the, you have cancer and then you just constantly have these appointments that go, okay, it's this kind of cancer, but we're not sure if the chemo will work. So you have mm-hmm. to have this kind of test. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not sure if radiation, well, you know, there's like all these little steps along the way. So you <laughs> don't get a treatment plan until you're like months into this thing. And I, I'm not a control freak. I, I'm definitely not a control freak, but having like no plan and, and like having to go, what are we doing? Can we start this? Can we start this? Because mm-hmm. you want to get done. You want to get you over get it. Done, you want to, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I can go. And you're just like, go, like a racehorse. You're like, go, let me go, let me go. <laughs> And it's, it's not that simple, but they, it's so much in like TV and books, everything, media across the board makes it seem like it's such an easy process. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom, boom, done. And, <laughs> and like, like, it's so funny because they don't also show the things where you spend a chunk of your cancer, like chemo, especially either being constipated or having diarrhea. Like they, one you go, or the other. Mm-hmm. and nobody, you don't see that on TV. Nobody wants to talk about poop. They're not talking about it. They're not talking about it. And once you're diagnosed with cancer, you love talking about poop because that's like such a big part. <laughs> you lose all shame and you talk about poop constantly. You talk about a lot constantly. That's one of them, yes. But that's like, it's just a thing, you know, just whole part of the process that you really don't hear about. And, and it's just, it's so wild. But like one of the other big things I learned from cancer is just like to be patient and slow down. I was working like three or four jobs easy before this whole like December of 2019 and the only time you know so then I was stuck at home between chemo treatments and not being able to leave the pan you know because of the pandemic I couldn't I literally couldn't leave the house because it wasn't safe and especially at that point where nobody really knew what you know how the virus was being spread you weren't sure you know was it something you touched or you inhaled like I was coming home from chemo treatment literally walking in the door stripping down and going straight to the shower Mm -hmm. because you just didn't know. And then everything that I had taken in with me had to get wiped down and and you were going to chemo by yourself and all these Mm -hmm. equipments by yourself because you couldn't bring anybody. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't safe. And, but then, you know, it had to slow down and, um, it was weird. It was easy. It was easy to do that. And it's easy to do that when you feel like garbage. It's easy when you're an active, busy person, when you feel like garbage, you're like, okay, I get it. I need to lie down. But like when you would have good days and you wanted to be productive and you wanted to do things, you couldn't. And it was so hard for me. And it was just, it was a real challenge for me to just slow down and stop. And, but then there was a point where it was like, okay, so I have all this free time. Why don't you read a book? Mm. You like to read books. And I'm sure you've talked about like chemo brain is such a real thing. Yes, it is. And it's unreal until you experience it. Mm. And for me, it was diving into young adult books, like some like John Green, um, Jenny Han, like they were like easy 
I, I, enjoyable stories that were, e I don't want to be like easy to comprehend, but like the way the stories flow, I could identify it wasn't like, as, <laughs> it was, it was something for me to get through, enjoy and not, you know, it, it was almost like a feeling of accomplishment finishing a book because Absolutely. you would like, I know I tried other books. I'm like, I like this. Like I like Anne of Green Gables. The language is a little bit older in the book and I couldn't, I just, it couldn't stick in my head. And I was just rereading pages and it was mm. so weird to me to have like those experiences, but like, so I would slow down and I would read books. I liked, I binge watched things on Netflix, which was like, it's okay. You can spend the whole day watching this series. I'm like, Oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but it was just, it, it, I started playing animal crossing too on the switch. Yes. I love animal crossing. Yes. I still play animal crossing. I'm yes. still in I love it. And, it was a lifesaver to me. And honestly, it was a connection with my niece who lives out in state college. And she, we, her and I were able to both log in, you know, we'd, we'd FaceTime and visit each other's islands. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, and we still, we still do it. We still play all the time. And she's like, you don't play Animal Crossing? I'm like, yeah, let's go and we'll play princesses or, you know, whatever. Yeah. She feels like, like doing on our islands. But that, it was okay. Like I, you had, I had to give myself permission to do that, which is so weird. You know, we're just so used to being busy and like, oh, wait, mm -hmm. I can give myself permission to slow down. This is pretty cool. Absolutely. And then like after a while, I started actually listening to my body, which sounds awful because you should always be listening to your body. But sometimes you get too busy to do that. And like the things it was telling me were like, oh, I don't like this or I like this. And, and like how I reacted, like I could, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm stressed. Like, instead of just having a feeling like, oh, I don't, something's not right. I was able to identify how it was feeling like, oh, this is stress. I'm sad. And it was okay because then I could be like, okay, what is causing this? Mm -hmm. But whereas before you just kind of gloss over that stuff. You're like, keep moving, keep go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's, it, it was wild. Just like how much, like I said, I learned about myself and listening to my body. And I didn't realize how much I, like how many things things and people that I were, was embracing that just didn't serve me anymore. But I felt like they should still be in my life, but it wasn't adding anything to my life, which was interesting. And um, like, I knew in the future I had to, I, I had to have a better work-life balance. You start like reevaluating mm. your, your, Absolutely. your time. Absolutely. You're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Mm. And, and things that in the future that I will accept which I will no longer accept that I accepted in the past. Mm -hmm. Like I, if, if I see these red flags, I'm done, done with certain things in my life. And I wouldn't have done that a year, you know, two years ago, I would have been like, it's fine. Yeah. Smiling. Right. Right. Just keep on going. But now it's like, no, this is causing me stress. Mm -hmm. You're out. Out. <laughs> Don't have time for you. Sorry. Mm -mm. And like another thing I, I couldn't believe, like the support system I had after I announced my diagnosis um, people still check in with me, friends check in with me all the time now. Still, um, I have friends that strictly just send me funny memes or funny cat videos. Yeah. And I'm, I am here for it. And I love it because some days you just need that. And, um, like being able to talk to them when I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. And one of the cancer plus pandemic things that also was kind of really an eye opener for me was, um, being more honest with my friends. In in the case of 
I, so when I was you know, going through treatment, I was taking three naps a day. I'd get up, eat breakfast. That was exhausting. I'd have to lay down. And then I would get up and do a few things. And I'm like, well, nap, afternoon nap. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, oh, and then I was like, oh, I can sneak one more in before bed. So you're like napping like multiple times a day. And which is, was frustrating for me because I was just so exhausted. And here I wanted to like vent to my best friend about it. But during, because of the pandemic, she's working full time from home raising two kids, like mm. young kids. And I'm like, she's not going to want to hear me complain about having to take three naps a day. <laughs> she's going to be like, get out of here. So I, I, like, I seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a point where I finally just like said it. And I said, I'm so sorry to say this. I said, I, I hate, I'm, I hated complaining to her about it and venting to her about it. And she's like, oh, I've been like not venting to you about things because I thought my situation was worse than yours. Mm. So we're all, you know, you, you feel like, oh, wait, never mind. We're okay. And so we mm. were, it was like this whole other world of communication opened up because we were both, there was, there's not a competition right. and not that you, you know, you have, but there was never like, oh my gosh, I have it worse. I shouldn't bother them. It was like, no, we can still talk about it. And which was really, really awesome. And it, then it, you know, it was easy to be like, you know what, I'm just having a rough day. Um, can we talk about this later? And I'm like, absolutely. And you, you know, working with boundaries, which is another thing that was a thing that came out of this whole thing was like boundaries and being able to set them and healthy, you know, healthy boundaries are amazing. Did you know that? Listen, I love it. I love a boundary, honey. Listen, I love it. They're amazing. And they make your life so much better. I had no clue. Just learned all this. In yes. The last year and a half. yes, they do. And, it, and and it's, it was weird you know you also realize like who is in your circle because like the folks in your circle are going to be in your circle no matter what and then there's folks that'll just hightail it out when <laughs> stuff gets bad that's the truth and it's it's weird and it's rough and and it and I think that's something else like you you learn that saying something is better than not saying anything mm -hmm. Because no one has the right words. Like you see something happen to a friend that's bad, or if a friend loses something, or you know, and there's never like a the proper words to say to fix the situation. Just letting them know, hey, uh, you know what, this stinks. You know, this sucks. You know, but um, I love you. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, how many times I've told my friends I've loved them in the last year and a half has been unreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. I think that's like one of the best parts of the pandemic is like how often I'm like, love you. I love you. And like friends, I would never, not that you, not that you feel uncomfortable telling your friends you love them, but you don't, I don't think we were saying it enough before. And now mm -hmm. it's like, I love you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's like, and it's like, none of us have these perfect lives right now. And none of us want perfect lives because those are boring and like our messiness and unique, it makes us unique and interesting. And, keeps us, you know, keeps us interesting. And people want to talk to us more if we have messiness. No one likes perfection. <laughs> no, not at all. It's not real. It's not real. No, no. That <laughs> stuff you see on Instagram, not real. No, <laughs> Shockingly <not> enough. <laughs> and it's, and like, it, it, to me, one of the other big things coming out of cancer, you know, this whole cancer venture, I don't want to even call it cancer journey, was <laughs> all the, like this, this connect, these connections I had made in my life that I just didn't realize and these connections turned into other connections and like just this whole big world was introduced to me. And one of the big ones for me was I was like the chance meetings. I, when it was time for me to shave my head because my hair was just 
we were done. We were falling out in chunks. Mm. <laughs> it was, I, I, I laughed a little too hard at that. Like some people, and it, it, everybody is different with hair loss, but mm-hmm. for me, it was, it was just funny. Cause I was pulling like the chunks were falling out and I was like, look at my toupee. <laughs> like, uh, so you made it fun. Yeah. <laughs> so when it was time to shave my head, I went to um, my hairstylist who I've been seeing for years. And I mean, she was the last one to do my hair and dye it. So I, I figured she deserved to be the one to like, just take it all off. Mm-hmm. And we were doing it and she was shaving my head and we were laughing because she was letting me do it. And it was way, it was way more fun than I expected. Like I never thought shaving your head could be fun, <laughs> but it's like satisfying to do mm-hmm. that. And we were laughing and at one point we shaved the top of it. So it was all like long, straight blonde hair on the sides and my head on top was hair. <laughs> and like, we, we had fun with it. And we were yeah. laughing so hard that the owner of the salon, which was Studio Raw, and Dan Berta comes over and he's like, what's going on? I need to know what's happening over here. You guys are having too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we told him what was happening and why I was doing it. And he's like, I need to introduce you to somebody. And I'm like, sure, I'm you know, new to this cancer thing. Let me, give me all the resources you got. Yeah. Her name is Stephanie. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout <laughs> out to Dan Berta. I know, this is all thanks to him. This is all yeah. his fault. We know it's his just- fault. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you got to reach out to Stephanie. She runs a young adult cancer group. You you have to, she'll love you. You have to meet her. And so, you know, I, when I got home, I called her. I'm like, this is what's happening. This is where I'm at. Welcome to my chaos. And she's like, I got you. And I, I honestly, I, it was took me a bit to start going to the support groups because one, we were all digital and everything was online and everything is a little, I I think when you're used to talking to people in person, like having to do digital meets is a little intimidating mm-hmm. because you're very aware. One, you're very aware of what you look like. I can see how I move my hands. You're like, oh, that's the face I make when I laugh. <laughs> you're like, oh. So you're very aware of this stuff and, and I, it, you don't always have the cues like in, in a in-person conversation because I, I am one who tends to ramble. If you don't give me like the cue that I should stop talking, I will just keep going. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll just keep over explaining things until you just like, no more. And so it took me a bit to go to the, the um, to start going to the support groups. And also because some support groups are a little overwhelming and um, they're, every, everyone's different. And it, it takes a bit to find groups that you mesh with. And I lucked out and I, I fit in very well with, uh, with the, our Yasu crew. Yes, yes. We need shirts. We got to tell, tell Stephanie tomorrow, I want Yasu crew shirts. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to let her know. Good idea. Good idea. We're going to do this. Yasu crew. Yes, Yasu um, crew. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> and it, it was, but it was so wild, like how this just like dominoed into me, like, and being in this group and now I'm connected to you and I'm connected to like a bunch this nice network of survivors and co-survivors and and it's really it's really really cool and I learned that like the little kindnesses you have just passing them forward is is just huge and when you can and and, and a lot of times it's it's hard especially when you're stuck at home you're like I want to help the world and especially with how much turmoil like this last year and a half has been Mm -hmm. and like you want to help the world and you're like how do I do this? I, I, I'm unemployed. I can't donate a bunch of money. I can't go out and help because I'm stuck at home. Mm-hmm. And you start realizing the value of just adding a little kindness in the world. Maybe it's, it's sending, you know, sending a friend a message who's having a bad day 
or just putting out, hey, everyone, you know, some days it was just me posting on Instagram, hugs for everyone. And you would get folks that were like, you know, I needed that. And mm -hmm. just being able to put, you know, finding ways to put kindness out in the world. And then suddenly it all co starts coming back to you, which has been huge for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize there's so many amazing people in my life. Mm -hmm. But like the cancer people, cancer folks, <laughs> our cancer crew. Us cancer folks. Us cancer folks. Like <laughs> it sounds so weird. You're like my cancer friends. And you're like, right. what friends? <laughs> right, right. It's okay. It's all right. And we all have this incredibly dark sense of humor, which is awful. <laughs> you, you, you have to have it. You do, or, you do. And you laugh at things that are just like, oh, this is, this is not really funny, but it's funny to us. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Just, it's over. Or you just, you're just left. But like having your cancer friends are amazing because you will talk to them and there are so many times they'll say something or you'll say something to them and they'll be like, oh, thank goodness it's not just me. <laughs> mm -hmm. because chemo and radiation and cancer and hormone suppression medication every sort of like facet of cancer treatment has these ridiculous side effects mm. and you think you are the only one and then you and there's points where you're like why is my body doing this and then someone says it and you're like oh good it's a side effect mm -hmm. like i didn't just start doing this Whew, thank goodness <laughs> and you can talk to them and say you oh you know that place it's down here across from the road and like you could it's like this game of um just like trying to like name these words and and because and, you can't remember them because right. chemo brain is just there going <laughs> figure it out mm -hmm. and they they understand that which is great and and you can say like i think something i said to you was like uh i was having a couple bad brain days because you just a lot of things happen and then suddenly your brain works and you're like i have to get this all down now before. <laughs> before it decides it's done, but it, it's, it's people, it's just so your, your mind and body during this whole process is just not your own. And I think that's, that's one of the hard things with, with going through this and being a young adult is like, oh my gosh, I used to be able to go out and just start running and I can't now, mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or there's things where I was like, oh, you know, it's, I can't even believe that. Like there was points I was writing long papers with citations. Mm -hmm because I, I don't think the, it's just not quite back there yet. And it does get better. Like chemo yeah. brain does seem to get better. And, and that's like the fun thing about having survivors in the group is like they, you look at them and go, they're like superstars. You're like, <laughs> you did it. Yeah. And look at you and you're yeah. living a life mm -hmm. like yeah. a normal human. Mm -hmm. You look like a normal human. Like it's just, it's they, they're yeah. like celebrities. Like I swear that the, I just, I look at them and I'm like, and they have no idea. Like survivors do not realize how amazing they are. I think until you tell them yeah. that you just, you, you just appreciate them going, wow, you just live in your life. I could be doing that. Yep. And it just, it's, it's so motivating to see mm -hmm. it. And it's in, it's, I think that was something else that I, you know, learned in this process is how important it is to put your story out there in a way you're comfortable, yeah. but because it, it'll help somebody else. Absolutely. I think a lot of what we, when we talk, we educate and um, just having some, oh, go, oh gosh, okay. So when my friend has this hand, I can help them because I saw your videos or, you know, I listened to your podcast and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, cool. That's how I, I help my friend or, oh, cool. I, I understand what they're going through mm -hmm. a little bit better. And I think something else when you have young adult cancer friends is you might, you give them grace and then suddenly you go, 
oh, wait a minute, I do the same thing. Why aren't I granting myself that same right? Right, you know? right. Mm -hmm. Like I would not speak that way or act that way towards my, you know, towards someone like my friend. Like I wouldn't act that way towards you. Why, why am I doing that to myself? Right. And it, and it's, it's, it's all just like this amazing, it sounds awful, but it's like this amazing process that like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this was happening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, it, it, and I have to shout out to Taylor from, uh, healing over everything. Uh, she, Stephanie brought her into our young adult group and mm. it was a self-love workshop. Yeah. And that was mind blowing. Yeah. Like, you have no idea how many, I won't be like issues, but how many like things in your life are influenced by negative self-love yep. and it's in, it's unreal. It's, it's amazing. So yeah, self-love, very important. That was Shout out to Taylor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and oh, she's one of those people with a smile that as soon as you see it, you're just, you can't yeah, help it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> and it's just, so like this whole cancer thing is, is just a unique journey. And I, I, whenever I'm sure you get this too, you have a lot of folks going, Hey, I'm just starting out. Can you give me, can you give me some tips? Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you give me hot tips about cancer journeys? And I think it's, it's very much, it's very personal. And I, and like I said, being in the groups, you see a lot of how people, other people go through it mm -hmm. and how, and everybody's journey is very personal. I'm a very silly human. I, I <laughs> am easily entertained. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like laughing. I, I just, it's just a, who a big part of my personality. Absolutely. So when I went into this, it was like, how can I make this interesting? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bought one of my big things is like the first thing when you start out buy a binder because you're going to need something to carry to every appointment. That yeah. has all your papers, buy yourself a journal. You like buy yourself a bag you would never buy and buy good pens. Like yes. those are always my, like, here's your shopping list on day one because yes. you need to treat yourself and give you yourself these tools. They're tools. And then they're also do something that you, it's kind of like things that you wouldn't necessarily, like I, I have a backpack that I would probably not have purchased mm. if I wasn't going through this, but it was like, you know what? I need to take this to every chemo appointment. Yeah. We're yeah. Getting it. And I think in another thing for me was like, I love leggings. I love colorful leggings. I love holiday leggings. I love cats, unicorns. <laughs> any sort of I have camp I've all I honestly I, I'm embarrassed I shouldn't be embarrassed but no. like <laughs> I own at least 50 pairs of pattern leggings at this point I love it and I have multiple I have two drawers for all my leggings and yes. because you start collecting them and everybody knows you like them and then they find you like the most amazing pairs yeah gifts. it's so cool so it's like oh I never seen these before thanks <laughs> And then I'm also like a sock fan. Mm. And so I was wearing, so when I would go to all my appointments, doctor's appointments and in fun leggings and fun socks, and I would coordinate them even though they really did not go together. At all. <laughs> but I would be like, I think these Godzilla socks goes with, goes with these unicorn pants. There you go. And, and it was just, but it, for me, like that was somehow how I can inject some fun into the these appointments and treatments that are mm -hmm. just like oh mm -hmm. and it was something else for me to think about besides oh i gotta go to treatment tomorrow oh, i gotta pick out leggings and socks yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then 
for me, the reaction of the staff being, I, I'm, I'm a very tall human and I'm mostly leg. I'm six one and 90% <laughs> leg, I think. So you, you see the leggings mm-hmm. in the socks. I'm, I'm perfect. For and she will area. make you touch. She'll make you feel them. She'll make, she'll yes. make you feel them. Where were we? Soft. Were we at Panera? And you were like, feel yes. my leggings. I was like, what? Ah. feel my leggings and she just sticks this long leg out I was like okay Katie I'll feel your leggings <laughs> and then you're like these are soft I can't stop touching right exactly and then I just kept rubbing them I was like okay this is not weird at all it's fine <laughs> this no. is what happens <laughs> this is not weird at all <laughs> no and it's, it's I think that's like the other fun thing is like this whole new level of weird which is so much fun and so awesome because you just start doing things because you're right. like too and it's so acceptable don't... like I'm not weird you're weird like yeah <laughs> like why aren't you touching her leggings come on <laughs> <laughs> but it was like for me it was just like a fun way to just find some joy in this every day and and like having to slow down for a minute and just find those fun things and and you know but there's 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 really crappy days when you're going through this process and i think there's a huge danger in this like toxic positivity and i when i tried to talk about what i was going through i wanted to be like okay i'm trying to make the best of the situation yeah. but my gosh does it suck like mm-hmm. i'm in a lot of pain i'm not feeling so well um because there's a lot of i think like i said toxic positivity around cancer journeys because everybody's like just smile you'll make it through everything's great and you you feel that though like there's points where you're going through this and you're like i feel like garbage but if i don't smile people are going to think something's really wrong and things are really wrong right right it's okay they are there are they are really wrong though so it's fine and you learn like this is this whole journey is just one trauma after another trauma after another mm-hmm. trauma after another trauma. So you are going to have really bad days and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. normal and it's okay. And you don't have to be like, oh, everything's amazing. I love the smell of, I love the taste of saline when they rinse my cord out. Oh my gosh. It's so <laughs> disgusting. It's so <laughs> disgusting. I hate it. Oh, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. It's like there's like all these little things that are just like, oh, seriously. <laughs> but it's, it's so I think it's like addressing it and being honest with yourself and feeling those feelings. Because my gosh, when you feel like those horrible, horrible feelings and then you have a good day, you appreciate the heck out of that good Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Because you took the time to sit and really feel the bad that like you really recognize the good and like the. You, you do, you start feeling like these little joys and, and, and mm-hmm. like things that you're like, oh wait, this is a really nice day. Oh, it smells like spring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's and if, if the problem is, is like sometimes folks just wanna bury those feelings down and like just not address them. And then they just come pouring back at most inopportune moments. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm fine. You're like, no, you're not, it's okay. Right, right. <clears throat> and then like, so I think a lot of like this whole big cancer journey for me has been appreciative. I do a lot of hand movements. Like, do you do well, a lot of hand movements? Yes, I talk with my hands all the time. No problem. <laughs> uh, but I think like this whole cancer journey has allowed me to really figure out ways I could help others, which which makes me feel just absolutely wonderful in being able to have folks reach out to me who are either starting their journey or in their journey or have 
you know, people in their lives that they care about starting their journey and, and being able to go, okay, here's your, you know, let me, I got you. Don't worry about it. Let me, here's yeah. all the hot tips, yeah. you know, take, take these mints and put this in your mouth before you get your port rinsed out with saline. Then you won't taste the saline. You're mm -hmm. like hot tips. <laughs> yeah. But like being able to help somebody else and help somebody else who's going through it. And it's, it's, it's helped me to become a better friend. And I think for me to also be truer to who I am yeah, and that I deserve better than what I was accepting before, which is, is a huge thing, I think. Mm -hmm. And I feel more like me than I've felt in years, which is very odd to say after, you know, a year and a half of cancer, you know, dealing with this cancer stuff and pandemic stuff, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, what do you, I'm like, but I feel more like me. Like I feel like the silliness that had been buried for a while and like the expressiveness is like, Oh, it's back. <laughs> We're back. My creativity's back. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, just started like reminding myself of who I was. And, and I, I think maybe either it was that time where I had to sit with myself for so long, but it, you know, it just, or maybe it's the fact that like, I am here for a limited time and I've been reminded of that. I'm not taking BS at this point, <laughs> but I'd like, and then, like I said, I've made a lot of great connections and I've, I've gotten closer to a lot of folks in my life, which is just downright amazing. Um, folks that I didn't expect to. And that's, that's, I think that's awesome. And yeah. So, so yeah, I think those are like the big things for me as far as like my, my cancer journey of like the, the, I guess the good things that have come out of it. Absolutely. There are Absolutely. some good things. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for your piece, guys. Just to remind you, um, head on over to thisexceptionaljourney.com. Um, Katie's, um, as well as other uh, young adult survivors you, you've heard from this week, all of their pieces that they wrote will be there so you can read them at your leisure. Um, but so many great things. Um, you know, I gave writing prompts just to let everyone know. I gave everyone a writing prompt, um, a list of them. And I said, you can choose one, choose many, write on whatever you want. Um, and I'm so grateful that Katie did this one because first of all, like I said, we're both animated. We're both like, you know, we, you, you guys can hear and see our personalities. Right. So, um, but this one was so, I think so poignant for you, Katie, because you really hit on some really key points. I mean, the, the title of course, of the prompt was my cancer collage, the things I honor and highlight with my own personal cancer experience. But believe you me, you know, you, you, you pointed out that sometimes there are those moments as you're going through your journey, you're saying to yourself, okay, maybe it's just me. I won't talk about it. Maybe no one will notice. But then all of a sudden someone else says it and you're like, oh my gosh, it's not just me. And I can't tell you how many times in some of these interviews and some of the podcast episodes that I've done so far where people are like, oh my goodness, I thought it was just me. And I was like... <laughs> No, not at all. I'm like, if you only knew. Um, and I think it, in highlighting and honoring, so to speak, um, so the positive things or some of the positive things that have come from your cancer journey, really kind of, like you said, puts, puts um, what cancer looks like. It flips it on its edge. Because like you said, what we see in the movies, what we see in the television shows, it's not real, guys. Okay? It's not real. <laughs> Yes, there are some cancer stories that look like that. Yes, but of course they edit, um, you know, for television sensationalism, you know, all of those things. But talk to a survivor, talk to a patient, you'll actually be able to see what happens <laughs> and goes on. It's, it is a literal journey. It, it, it's a time span. Um, 
And then even after you have surgery, radiation, chemo, or unfortunately, if you're stage four, um, although I know some stage four people who live a better life than me. So let's not say unfortunately, Um, but um, whatever or wherever us as survivors, patients, thrivers, we find ourselves, it's still, like you said, Katie, it's still our unique journey. Um, And I'd love the things that you highlighted in your piece. I mean, let's talk about not just, you know, that what you see on TV is not real and that we actually live this every day. Um, You know, you just faced it. You faced it during a pandemic, my goodness. Um, And this year will be uh, five years for me. Wow. uh, Cancer free. Prayerfully, I stay that way. Thank you, Father. Um, but it, it, some of these key things that you were hitting on lets us actually see, yes, I had cancer. Yes, yes, yes. Have had wherever you fall, but there's still some things I could highlight that really made this journey what it is for me. Um, so you talked about cutting off things and people that don't serve you. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. That's real. That is absolutely real. And again, you're not the only person that said that so far in the episodes. Um, that also ties into self-worth, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Because like you, like you just said, I'm, I'm now, I feel like I'm more me mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not wasting time. I'm not for the BS. I'm not for the foolishness. And you're not going to waste my time. So what that means is, is if you, your presence this job, whatever, if it's not serving me, it has to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's just not, I'm, I don't have time. And you know, when yeah. I say that now to people, they're like, mm. I'm like, no, but for real, like, it's not me trying to be like, you know, like I, yeah. I, I just need to do. And like you said, time is precious. I need to do what's serving me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so love that point. And then um, you also talked about our cancer folks. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know like what life would be like if I wouldn't have met people like you, Stephanie, like all of Yes You and even other organizations that I'm a part of. Like what, like my life would be so blah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it would be. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It would, it would, no, it would, be, it would be like so boring and we would be sitting there constantly going, why do I feel this way? What's wrong with me? Exactly. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Oh and my it's very like closed in and, and questioning yourself because you, you're like, I don't know. Is this cool? <laughs> right. Exactly. And I think one of the great things you also said is, you know, just a chance encounter, just a chance mm-hmm. encounter <laughs> just with Dan. Shout out again to Dan Berta. He's amazing. Check him out at Studio Raw. But just one chance encounter led you to one domino after another domino. And I say the same thing all the time. Like I started out on my journey, just wanting to be a voice to young adult cancer, to African-American breast cancer, to, Mm -hmm. you know, people in the community that aren't talking about us on either side of the the spectrum. Um, But it's opened up so many other doors that now, like I got a new job maybe a year and a half ago. And now actually I recruit breast cancer patients, like just from me doing my thing, um, a chance encounter. I met who is, she's now my, my boss. Um, I met her at an event she was speaking (laughs) at for cancer, for breast cancer. I met her, went up to talk to her afterwards. And she was like, I might have a position. I was like, what? And then like six, seven months later, she's like, okay, the position's here. I was like, wait, what? 
so literally like it catapulted me those dominoes one after the other after the other and now mm-hmm. I'm sitting in rooms like with my own oncologist <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, <clears throat> excuse me I now have on my lab coat I'm a research specialist I have on my lab coat going to meetings and there's Dr. Marks and there's Dr. Diego and I'm like running into all my own doctors like hey how you doing it's it's the weirdest thing ever but it's those chance those chance encounters that lead us to where to where we are mm-hmm. um but it's these cancer folks that I I just at this juncture cannot live without yes we lose people unfortunately um you know we have we have you know, friends in our group that even now are are facing some realities in the hospital, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. like, it's still like, I I don't know where my life would be without it, without Mm -hmm. you all, without yes, you, without just because like you said, those that are not serving you, sometimes they even fall away on their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is really nice. Like when they see themselves out, you're like, oh, and then you realize later and you're like, oh, wait, Yep. This is good. Yeah. No, this is amazing. Right. This is amazing. Um, I I can't tell you how many times I've said the phrase blessing in disguise. Yes. 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 And then, you know, you start realizing, like you said, your tribe and who's for you and um, who's against you for lack of a better, better phrase. Mm -hmm. But yeah, our cancer folks, we're loyal. We're, we're definitely Mm -hmm. loyal. Um, And I'm grateful. Like you said, one thing I've also learned along the way, um, even over these last few years, is that your tribe is going to be your tribe, like you said. Um, your people are going to be your people, and who's not? Like we talked about, they're either going to fall away, um, or they're going to be fiercely loyal, and they're going to walk with you every step of the way. The ugly, the good, the beautiful, the days like you know you talked about, where you're like, my brain's not working today, and I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, okay, that's work. <laughs> like, and because I've been there, done that, you know, we're walking the journey, girl. No worries. You know, it's, it's, and it, you know, sometimes you get from those people, well, what do you mean? Well, well, what's wrong? Okay, stop. Now, first of all, but when you're with people who just get it, girl, please, uh, I already know. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, oh, it's such like a layer of just this weight when you're off your chest, when you're around people, like, I don't want to be like, when you're, when you're around your, your, your weird crew and like, then you're, then when you're around like normies, yeah. yeah, like, you don't understand the things we've been through. No, seriously. <laughs> and then you, you kind of find yourself, um, I hate to say shadowing your words, but kind of mm-hmm. watching what you say around normies, as you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because there are just some things like when I'm with my crew, like when I'm with my cancer peeps, Mm-hmm. like I don't have to shadow I don't have to guard my words um and not in a bad way but I can literally talk about if we wanted to talk about the poop if we wanted to yeah. talk about you know periods or infertility mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be because that's what we face on a daily basis I can't go to my crew you know what I mean I mean I could but they would look at me like what and because they love me they would listen yeah. But it would still be such an awkward moment. I would be like, you know what, guys, never mind. Let's just pretend I didn't say anything at all. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause you're just like, oh, this is, I did this thing. And then, um, oh, like one here, let's really get into it. Like one of the awful things, like a side effect of chemo is you have, uh, I want to be like, urine drippage, which is mm. because your pelvic wall becomes weakened, which is a side effect that I didn't mm. know until somebody in a cancer mm. group had mentioned it. And you're like, because we talk about being like little, like we've aged, like we're the yeah, uh, little late, old little ladies. Old ladies. And it was like, I remember moments where I was like, what, what's wrong with me? And then someone said that. And I was like, 
oh and then you try to talk to people about it and they're like <laughs> i don't want to talk about this right. like, but it's a thing it's a real life thing it's a that real life thing deal with and then you know it's it, and they don't i don't think folks appreciate like how much rehabilitation we have to do even mm. when like oh we've rung the bell which is amazing but like it doesn't stop and right. it just like the the i don't want to be like the real work begins but like yeah. there is real work to be done absolutely absolutely get your body back to functioning at a young adult level absolutely it feels like yeah no for sure so i i totally appreciate that part because you know i always say to people it's just different it, it's mm -hmm. just totally different talking to young adults that have had care it's just different and i'm grateful mm -hmm. i am so grateful for yes you for stephanie for you guys it's just different and to be able mm -hmm. to be in that space and place like you said, definitely a blessing um, in disguise that I didn't even know I needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew I needed something, but I didn't know I needed all of this and I needed yeah. all of this, okay? Um, and, so. and then when people are like, you should find a support group, you're like, I don't need a support group. Like <laughs> all we're gonna do is like, it's just people whining to each other. Right. And then I'm gonna walk away from it feeling worse than I already feel. Let's, I'm just gonna skip this. Yeah, and, that's what people think. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's not yes, thought. you at all. That's not yes, yeah. you at all. Um, and I love, and I love every moment of it. Um, mm -hmm. So thanks for that point. I mean, you, you touched on so many things. The last thing I wanted to, to point out that you said is a lot of times um, when people go through traumas, um, situations, not just cancer, but um, medical diagnoses, you know, things of that mm -hmm. nature. Um, a lot of times, you know, they focus on them getting well, getting healthy as you should, of course. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, wanting to get back to normal, we all know that no longer exists. If you don't, yeah. you'll find out sooner or later. But, um, one thing that I love, another thing, not just one, but another thing that I love that you say in your piece is you've taken what you've learned, um, and became just a walking resource really. Uh, and what I think is crucial after a diagnosis, um, after a trauma, um, after you recognize, like we already discussed, um, that your self-worth is different now, um, you don't waste time, you don't waste energy on things that don't serve you, but you also recognize that what you've learned and what you've gone through is not just for you, uh, mm -hmm. and that what you faced, what you've learned, who you're now connected to, you are now a domino for someone else. Um, and, you know, all of those chance encounters, you are now a chance encounter. Um, <laughs> you become a chance encounter so that someone who might be sitting in Dan Burda's chair um, or someone that may be going on, we have um, walk and talks with Yashu. Maybe someone goes on a walk and talk on Saturday and says, hey, do you know Katie? You're, you are now a chance encounter. So one, one thing I love is that you talk about, it's made me want to help others. And I think that's so crucial and important to, to, to highlight because a lot of people, once again, in movies and television and from a distance when they see cancer, they see the cancer, they either see you go bald, you might lose weight, although I gained weight. Same. <laughs> yes, yes. Like this is so unreal, but um, they see what they think is the journey of cancer and then they think you're done. Mm -hmm. They think it's over. They think, okay, you've won, you fought the battle, what, whatever connotation you want to use. Um, mm -hmm. And we all know that that's just, like you said, the battle is just beginning, but then it's also important as you even walk out your own survivorship that you then along the way, pull someone up or alongside mm -hmm. of you or slag some resources 
to someone else that is where you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so important for people to know is that even though, you know, we've, we fought, you know, like you said, you still may have some surgeries coming up. It's never over first. And then it's still so important to help others, even as you go through, uh, because yes, it's hard as hell. Yes. Like you said, heck yeah. Like toxic positivism. Like I hate it. I hate it. And I say to people all the time, no, babe, feel your feels because I'm going to do mine. I don't think I've mm-hmm. cried so much in my whole entire life <laughs> than, than as I do now. I'm mm-hmm. like, am I crying? Cry- okay, let's just go ahead and have this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm watching commercials crying like, why? Are- okay, let's just go ahead and have this moment. I don't even know yep. what's going on. We'll figure it out mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some good days, but there are those bummy days. There are those awful mm-hmm. days. And we're allowed to have those. We're allowed mm-hmm. to have those. And, and what I also learned along the way, um, complete side note, is that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And that's absolutely. okay to just hit on that. But, uh, you know, I love everything that you put in this piece. Your collage is beautiful, Katie. Your collage oh, is thank you. beautiful. <laughs> um, all of the things that you hit on, you know, all of what you've already gone through, what you still have to face, whether it's surgery or, or any other treatments, I know you got it. You're good. Guys, you, I told you you were in for a treat today. Um, <laughs> Katie's just simply amazing. Always bringing sunshine, always bringing the smiles, but always bringing real. Okay. Let's be honest. Like it's great that I'm silly and I laugh and I love to joke, but I'm also going to be honest. I'm also going Mm -hmm. to be real. And that's what it takes in this, in this journey. Like you said, it's very unique for everyone. It's very different for everyone. I am me, but I bring all of me in my journey. So Oh, Katie, thank you so much. Oh gosh, thanks for having me. This was fun. I enjoyed this. I always yeah. love talking, chatting with you. And yes. oh my gosh, cool. when this is all over, can we be friends? Because like, <laughs> I, I need, I need more. Like, it, it's funny because it's, it's just being around people, mm-hmm. especially in you know, a like your your presence. It's just, it's such a just. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and just like, I can't wait to just like your energy and just be near it. Yes. <laughs> oh, thanks, girl. Yeah. I mean, because literally, I think um, we had. Yes, you. I'm sorry, guys. Yes, you had a photo shoot. What, like a month ago? Was it a month ago? Um, and literally, I met Katie. No, not you. Um, some of the people that I spoke yeah. on the podcast with for the first time in person in mm-hmm. over a year. But we had been seeing each other on Zoom and, and chats, you know, things like that. So, girl, of course, we're going to be friends. We're going to be doing coffee dates and everything. Yes, <laughs> because I think that's important, too. Like, I, you know, again, I'm me. I know no other way to be besides myself. Um, and if if along my journey, I can bring a little something to the atmosphere that brings positivism and hope that's that's what it's about that's totally what it's about so girl we're grabbing coffee don't worry about it (laughs) Uh, but guys thank you so so much uh if you've listened to the end of this podcast episode um katie before we go do do you want the peeps to hit you up on social or anything oh sure uh so you can find me on instagram as kate marie pgh i'm on twitter as kate utters uh, like I said, people know me as Dutters. And yes. I think I'm KT Dudas on Facebook. I am actually in social media marketing and I am the worst at doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like really? Stuff, yeah, none of my stuff matches. Oh, I, I'm totally the, especially now that I, I'm really not as, you know, I'm working as much. I, I like to slide into my friends' DMs and be like, hey, you need some marketing help? Here's a few suggestions and like on your website. I've done that to a few posts. I did that to Katie, time. Katie, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to be hitting you up. I didn't oh, even know do. that. 
I didn't even oh, know that. Please do. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Me? I love like that's that's like a passion of mine is social media marketing because it's such a it's a puzzle to me and it's yeah. like this whole creative thing and and like I've been doing it long enough that like I've I'm able to see things yeah yeah you yeah. know what I mean like we're, yeah. we're you know some like like you just like oh if you just did this and this and this and yeah because you know boom, and then I get real excited <laughs> yeah okay guys don't yeah mm -hmm. so when you see a switch on my website and on my social media you'll know why it'll, it'll be Katie <laughs> but um definitely hit her up and also um I'll list all of her um socials um, in the show notes, but I at least wanted everyone to, of course, hear them because not everyone reads the show notes, of course. Um, but Katie, again, thank you so, so much for your piece, for being on the podcast. I know as always that people will be blessed and they will be changed by your stories. So thank you so, so much guys, as always, thank you so much for walking, rocking with your girl and clicking over to this little corner of my podcast world until next time, continue to walk the survivor satellite. Peace.